0: Greetings of the day to all the listeners, welcome again to this new episode of Simply Gita, where we shall resume our journey with chapter 10 of the Bhagavad Gita. I am really grateful that I was able to continue the podcast in the planned manner and I would like to extend my thanks to all the listeners for your support. As we are progressing to the further chapters of the Gita, we are understanding about the reality of Krishna as well as the way of living. So without any delay, let us get started. Krishna tells Arjun to hear his supreme secrets once more. There is no denying the fact that Krishna had immense love for Arjun and he dictates all this knowledge only for the benefit of Arjun. The Lord tells that now he shall provide him with the knowledge which is even better than what has been already explained. The listeners may wonder the reason behind once again hearing the same topic. Just like before any examination, reading a topic merely once is not enough to understand it. In the same way, the knowledge of Gita can be understood by us even better if the Lord explains the same from different angles. So I would request the listeners to hear this knowledge with attention. Till the moment that the doubts of Arjuna were cleared, until he completely understood the way of life, Krishna continued to provide him with knowledge. God tells that neither the other gods nor the worshipped sages know about his origin because Krishna himself is the source of those gods as well as the sages. The birth and action of Krishna is incredible and indescribable, which is not easy to observe with our human eyes. Krishna has never taken birth. he is unborn, he has no beginning. The one who knows that a part of Krishna resides in all the human beings and the fact that he is the Lord of all the worlds, such a person is free from delusion and becomes free from sins as well. Here the Lord is repeating the things which have already been mentioned in order to ensure that ignorant human beings like us understand this knowledge precisely. He wants that the humans should know that how in this world, every living and non-living object has a picture of Krishna within them. In our life, every new situation creates a new feeling or emotion within us. Krishna tells Arjun that the determination to make a firm decision, intelligence, true knowledge, freedom from doubt, principles of truth, ability to forgive, to control the senses and the mind, joy and sorrow, birth and death, fear and fearlessness, non-violence, state of equilibrium fame and infamy, satisfaction, penance and charity, all these qualities of living beings are a result of Him and they originate from Him. Meaning to say that behind our every human emotion there is Krishna. Before we came into existence, the world was different with different beings. Telling about the same to Arjun, Krishna tells that there were seven great sages And even before them, there were four other great sages and the 14 ancestors of mankind. All of them have originated from him and they were born from his mind. This verse makes it clear that Krishna has existed when there was nothing and he will continue to exist even after the end of the world so that he can recreate the same. Some questions that often arise in the minds of thinkers are about the world. What is the purpose behind the world, why was it created and by whom? Krishna tells that the person who understands the reality of the luxury of Supreme and the strength of His immense power, such a person is undoubtedly engaged in the devotion of the Supreme. We may wonder that what exactly is the luxury of Supreme? It is the fact that everything in this world is a result of Krishna and He is present in all of us. Everything in this world, which is visible and invisible, is a result of Krishna. The yogi understands this truth and worships Him with devotion. The Lord tells that He is the reason behind the world, and it is because of Him that we make an effort. Behind all our emotions and efforts, there is Krishna. If we worship the Supreme or have faith in the Divine, then it is impossible to have bad feelings within us. The good feelings, will eventually lead us to perform good deeds in the world. When true devotees of Krishna surrender themselves to the Supreme, meaning that they perform all their duties with the instructions of Krishna and when they discuss about Krishna, they derive great happiness and peace. This is why in the Indian culture, the concept of Kirtan and Aarti have great significance. Krishna tells Arjun that for those people who have faith in him, he gives them understanding and shows them the paths following which they may be able to reach Him. If we have proper faith, then Krishna makes it possible for us to understand His instructions and lead our lives in the manner that He recommends. Listening to this podcast may also be one way in which Krishna wants us to know more about Him. God tells that for those who truly believe in Him and make an effort to follow His instructions, He shows special mercy to such people. As a part of Krishna is already present in us, God destroys the darkness in our lives which may arise due to ignorance and illuminates us with the light of true knowledge. So this becomes clear that our actions and practice of yoga for betterment of ourselves will never be wasted. We need to constantly try to follow the way of the yogi as recommended by Krishna and we will surely be successful in whatever domain we wish to. Arjun had given up his divine bow and in the middle of the battlefield he had told Krishna that he will not participate in the battle. This was the reason that Krishna started providing him with the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita. Arjun was now understanding the real nature and knowledge of Krishna. He refers to Krishna as the supreme truth, the supreme destination and the purest. He tells that Krishna is regarded by all the sages as the greatest, the origin of gods, the incredible and everlasting and the one who is present everywhere. He tells that Krishna is regarded by all the sages as the greatest, the origin of gods, the incredible and everlasting and the one who is present everywhere. In the same way, he tells that worshipped sages like Narad, Asita, sage Devala as well as sage Vyasa agree to this truth about Krishna. Now that Arjun was understanding the true nature of Krishna, he starts repeating the words that were told by the god himself. Arjun accepts that everything which Krishna told him was true and then he refers to Krishna as Keshav which was the name given to him for killing the Keshi demon. He tells that neither the gods nor the devils know the true nature of Krishna. Arjuna refers to Krishna as the one who gives rise to everything in the world. He then tells the Supreme Person, the origin of everything and the master of the universe that Krishna, through his own power, knows himself. The last line that is Krishna, through his own power, knows himself is very significant. A part of Krishna is present in all of us. So it is only because of the part of the super soul present in us that we are able to recognize Krishna. The path of knowledge is undoubtedly full of curiosity. The one who truly wants to understand something is always curious to know more and the same was the case with Arjun. The doubts of Arjun were beginning to fade but they did not fade completely. Arjun requests Krishna to explain him in detail about his unique powers and luxuries through which. Krishna is present everywhere and exists throughout the universe. Increasing his line of questions, Arjun asks Krishna to explain him the manner in which he shall constantly think of him and ultimately understand his true nature. He requests Krishna to reveal the different forms in which one should remember him. So Arjun wants to know the different feelings through which he can know Krishna. The curiosity of Arjun provides a lesson to mankind that unless we have understood a subject of knowledge deeply, we should keep searching, questioning and we should have the curiosity within us. This will eventually make it possible for us to know something from the roots, enabling us to be world-class at it. Arjun is interested in knowing the details about the unique powers of Krishna. Hearing the words of Krishna was providing immense relief to his bleeding heart. This was precisely the reason that Arjun wanted to hear more from the Supreme Lord. Krishna speaks that he will surely tell Arjun about his divine and brilliant proofs of his powers, but he shall only speak about the important ones because his powers are limitless. It is not really possible for Arjun or for ordinary humans like us to actually understand all the powers of Krishna. However, it is possible for us to understand some aspects of his powers and which is what the Lord is going to dictate. Krishna tells that he is the soul present in the hearts of all living beings. In addition to this, he is the beginning, the middle as well as the end of all human beings. The soul present within us is only a part of the Supreme Krishna. It may have happened with many listeners that when we are doing anything right or wrong, there is a voice from within that tells us to either do something or not to do something. Where do you think the voice comes from? The people who become aware of their soul are never wrong in their gut feeling. Moving ahead, Krishna tells about the 12 sons of Aditi. So Aditi was the wife of sage Kashyap and they both had 12 sons who are also worshipped as gods and the 12 sons of Aditi are known as Adityas. Krishna tells that of the 12 sons of Aditi among the Adityas, he is the Vishnu. Of the light-giving bodies, he is the sun. He is the moon among the stars and among the Hindu gods of storm, he is the Merichi. Please don't be overwhelmed by these words. In the mentioned lines, Krishna is just explaining his huge form and immense glory. When Krishna tells that he is the sun among the light-giving bodies, it clearly suggests that he is the greatest because no other light-giving body can match the brightness of the sun. There are four Vedas in Indian history, namely Rig Veda, Samaveda, Yajur Veda and Atharva Veda. Krishna tells that among the Vedas, he is the Samaveda. Among the gods, he is Indra. Further, Krishna tells that he is the mind. Once we are able to control the mind, we can control our senses. This is the reason that Krishna speaks about winning the mind throughout the Gita. As for living beings, the awareness that is their strength which resides in them through which all the beings are alive, that awareness is Krishna. When we are lacking awareness, we should understand that because of ignorance, we have not recognized the Krishna within us. The Rig Veda regards Lord Rudra as the best of the mightiest beings. There are 11 Rudras and Krishna tells that among the Rudras, he is the 11th Rudra, that is, he is Lord Shiva. Rudra is regarded as the one who destroys evil and diseases and protects the people. Among the Yakshas and the devils, Krishna tells that he is the god of wealth Kubera. Among the eight Vasus who are the attendant deities of Indra and then Vishnu, among them Krishna is fire and among the mountains he is the Mount Meru. In every process and person, Krishna is the most advanced stage. Krishna tells that he is Brahaspati among all the priests, meaning to say that he is the minister of all priests. Brahaspati is also regarded as the best among those who engage in prayers. Moving ahead Krishna tells that he is Kartikeya among the generals. Kartikeya, the son of Lord Shiva and Goddess Parvati, is the chief of all commanders. Besides, Krishna is the ocean of all the bodies of water. The greatest and the place from where all the water bodies emerge and finally return. One of the seven great sages was Sage Bhigu, who was full of wisdom and he created the Bhigu Samhita. It is believed that Sage Bhigu was born from the mind of Brahma. The descendants of Bhigu are also known as Bhargava. God then tells that among the vibrations, he is the Om chant. The sound of Om is not just related to the religion but it is said, it is believed to be the sound of the universe. He is the chanting among the sacrifices and among still things, he is the great Himalayas. Krishna tells that he is the banyan tree among all the trees. He recognizes himself as the banyan tree because the world is like a banyan tree but has the roots upward with the supreme and the branches below in the earth. The beings who are connected to their roots, meaning the ones who are aware of the Supreme, are strong and they stay strong even in the most difficult situations. Of the sages among the gods, Krishna tells that he is Narad. He is Chitra Ratha among Gandharvas. The Gandharva planet is filled with many great singers and Chitra Ratha is believed to be the best among them. Among those who have perfected themselves, Krishna tells that he is the sage. Kapila. Among the horses, Krishna tells that he is Uchai Shava. Once it happened, the gods and devils decided to move the sea and in the process, poison and nectar were produced. Lord Shiva drank the poison. From the nectar many different entities were produced, one of which was the horse Uchai Shava, and there was also an elephant named Airavat which came into being from that nectar. Among the best elephants, Krishna tells that he is Airavats and among human beings, he is the king. The best in everyone, everything and every situation is Krishna. In the ancient times, Vajram or the thunderbolt was believed to be the greatest weapon. Krishna tells that among weapons, he is the thunderbolt and among cows, he is Kamdhenu. If men and women don't come together, this world will surely end. And when a child is born in accordance with the principles mentioned in the Vedas, then the child is regarded as best. Krishna tells that he is Kandarpa, the sexual desire to give birth to good children. And among the serpents, Krishna tells that he is Vasuki, the greatest of the serpents. Of the many hooded serpents, Krishna is the Ananta Sheshnag on which... Lord Vishnu is seated and he is the god Varun who controls the water. Among ancestors he is Aryama and among the rulers and regulators Krishna tells that he is Yamraj, who is the god of death. Through these examples the Lord wants to make it clear that whatever domain of life we choose, the best and greatest in that domain is Krishna. Among demons Krishna is the devotee Prahalad. Prahalad was the son of Hiranyakaship. In spite of countless efforts to kill his son Prahalad, Hiranyakaship couldn't do so. In spite of being born among demons, Prahalad was a true devotee. This also indicates that our births and our lineage does not matter if we are true and moral from within. Among the overpowering conquerors, Krishna tells that he is time. Among the animals, Krishna is the lion. And among birds, he is the Garuda. Krishna further tells that he is the wind among purifiers. Without wind, sustaining life in the world is impossible. It is wind which makes the air free from pollution by replacing fresh air. Among the brave warriors who fight with weapons, Krishna tells that he is Rama. Rama, the great warrior who established morality in the world after killing Ravana. Krishna tells that he is the shark among fishes, and among rivers, he is the pure Ganga river. Then he tells Arjuna that he is the origin, the middle, as well as the end of all creations. In the field of knowledge, Krishna is the supreme knowledge or the spiritual knowledge of the self. Among those experts who engage in arguments to reach a conclusion, Krishna is the natural conclusion. In this verse, spiritual knowledge refers to that knowledge which helps in making us aware of our soul, thereby increasing our awareness. Every language has alphabets and Krishna tells that among alphabets, he is the A letter, that is the first letter. Among the compound words, that is the words which are formed by joining two words, Krishna is the dual compound. To explain very briefly, dual compound here refers to the word Rama Krishna. Among that which can't be destroyed, Krishna is the time and he is Brahma among the creators. Explaining his supernatural powers further, Krishna tells that he is the death which destroys everyone and he is also the one who generates the future manifestations. When anything or anyone is born, then the reason behind it is Krishna. God tells that among women, he is glory luxury, speech, intellect, determination and patience. Among the songs of God mentioned in the Samaveda, he is the Prat-sama. The Prat-sama is the song with extremely beautiful melody. Among mantras, Krishna tells that he is the Gayatri Mantra and among months, he is the month of November and December. Among seasons, he is the spring season. There are different ways of cheating and Krishna tells that among different cheats, the most dangerous is gambling. So he tells that among the cheats, he is the gambling and he is also the courage of the brave people. He is the victory of the victorious, the decision of the determined people and the quality of strength in the strong people. Among the descendants of Rishni, over the residents of Dwarka, Krishna tells that he is Vasudeva of the pandavas he is arjuna undoubtedly all the pandavas were talented but arjun was the most talented among them among the learned men krishna tells that he is vyasa the great writer of the great epic mahabharat and among poets or thinkers he tells that he is sukracharya sukracharya was not only extremely intelligent but also the one who provided knowledge of spirituality to the demons Krishna tells that among the means of suppressing something is the punishment or the power to suppress something. The people who want to suppress or dominate can do so only through the strength or the power which is provided by Krishna. For those who wish to win, Krishna is the policy, the plan. In order to win, one has to work hard, practice regularly and engage in many other tasks. But without the proper plan, winning is impossible. Silence is what helps in safeguarding the secrets and Krishna tells that he is that silence. He is also the wisdom of the wise. The reason behind existence of all creations is also Krishna. God tells that there is no being either moving or non-moving, living or lifeless which can exist without him. Now Krishna tells that there is no end to his divine displays of power. For the sake of Arjun, he has briefly shared only some examples of his endless powers. Krishna, while explaining his powers to Arjun, connects him to different domains of existence. But in spite of saying so much, Krishna tells that there is no end to his infinite powers. In the next verse, Krishna, summarizing all that he had mentioned till the moment, tells Arjun that all the luxury, beautiful and celebrated creations are only a spark of His Divine brilliance. If in any domain we want to become the best, we should do that work with immense faith in Krishna. In the final verse of this chapter, comprising His mighty powers, Krishna tells Arjun that what exactly is the need of knowing all that detailed knowledge. Arjun should merely understand that Krishna through a part of Himself sustains and supports the entire universe and everything is present in Him. This is true not just for Arjun, but also for all the human beings. We should just understand this one fact and become alert towards our war, our actions and our responsibilities. So with this we have come to the end of the 10th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita where we became aware of the powers of Krishna, of the luxury of the Supreme and the manner in which he is present everywhere in every being and object and the fact that we only need to be aware of him and engage in our duties. Hope you guys found the episode fruitful and stay tuned for the next episode. You guys can connect with me through the social handles which have been mentioned in the description and I would be grateful if you also let me know your views on the episodes take care and have a great day ahead thank you